This is MMA Love, Love from America, our show in English and Swiss English. I am Matt, the voice of the MMA fan in Central Europe. This is Luke. He's from Seattle. He watches all them fights and he has thoughts about missing fingers and CM Punk. Together, we bring you Love from America. Happy 11th episode to our listeners. Luke, why are we doing this today? Thank you. I think I think you just you just let it off. Thoughts about CM Punk. Thoughts about CM Punk. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> just, maybe we're doing this for the hip toss and WMMA. <laughs> maybe we're so doing much, this. For so many the... good things happen. There is no UFC, but we're still here, and so many good things happen that I have nothing but love. Nothing but love for MMA from America. We're. When, I, I have a question for you. Yes, please. That's why we're doing this. I've I've had this question since Wednesday night. Oh no! And it's Sunday morning. When you go to sleep at night, do you ever think to yourself, like, I wonder what crazy thing is going to happen in a small MMA promotion in America while I while I slumber? Has that ever happened to you? I couldn't I couldn't say that I do because, <laughs> I mean, you you couldn't you couldn't imagine what what happens. Or what? What? And, and and it would it would drive you crazy because sometimes you think, okay, now now it's it's got a bit too quiet. It gets it gets a bit boring. It's just the fights, and then you wake up the other morning, and then there is a John Jones tweet. <laughs> so there's a John Jones tweet about how it's all been a it's all been a it's all been a bit, or <laughs> or or you wake up and there's we'll, a we'll social media stream full of a of a guy in a cage with a missing finger. Yeah, or or I I wanted to say that we're doing this for all the guys who get thrown through the ropes of a ring. Oh yeah, man. Just to, just tossed just tossed bodily through the top and top and second top rope. Even though there the there ring. hasn't been a UFC this weekend, there has been a plethora of fights and fight cards and um, to be honest I didn't watch any of them <laughs> because I had no time but you don't want to hear this but Luke had time and Luke will go into the best and the worst of the weekend but what I do during the week is go and consume all the gossip that happens around MMA <laughs> all the sad stuff the funny stuff so we'll have a lot for this and we'll do a, a small preview of the one card this Wednesday and yeah. maybe maybe look a bit forward to to the UFC next weekend. I, I had to make time because I am. We are sponsored by Fight Apparel, so we're not. I had to, but you I had but, to make make time for the protein for the protein pro bars from Khabib. Dominic could sponsor us if he wanted to. He chooses deliberately not to do it. <laughs> so next time I see him, it, there will be bad blood. Oh, um, if you like what we're doing here if you want oh oh sorry um uh, what we'll do today is break down a fight of the, the biggest fan of the show sent us it's uh, it's a fight that vladimir suggested and is it a fight i'm not quite sure it, he sent us a push hands competition video and wanted us to break down this thing so we'll do that is it a fight i mean yeah uh, we'll we'll go into that if if Vladdy if Vladdy's daughter is listening, it, there may be a lot of profanity when we get to that, so she should probably tune it out or to, or listen closely. <laughs> <laughs> let's go into let's go into the um, the weekend of fights that we had. Can you can you tell me 
or can you tell the listeners? That might, might be better, not me, because uh, what would be your best and your worst of the weekend? First, let, let tell the tell the listeners which events you watched or parts of which <laughs> events did you watch? I watched Cage Fury ninety four ninety five half half here half there kind of. I caught up on Cage Fury ninety five by fast forwarding through a lot of it. Um, watched Icon six pretty closely. Watched Bellator two fifty five pretty closely. I think I missed a couple fights on that card, but Bellator is great because you you know what's going to happen. Um, so the people the people can, predicting or or betting. The people betting or predicting listen to Jack Slack, and they think it's a they think it's like a bit when he says you can just bet the favorites. But then everybody realizes it's not actually a bit, and he's being serious. And you if you can't just, just bet the if favorites. you just bet the favorites in a, on a Bellator card, you'll get eighty percent right, Qu- quite sure, or even even more. It's really hard to say too because I was when I was picking when I was picking my picks for that card. I was I don't know it was a couple days before and the. The the Neiman Gracie fight was sort of <laughs> okay. One of the best things of the weekend. Neiman Gracie fought a guy named the Ass Kicking Machine. Uh, <laughs> of course, it's great. So, but um, but, but ple- any- let let's go let's go through it. just the the, the the events you watched. You watched you watched Bellator as well, and any other event? Bellator, Icon Six, mm-hmm. Bellator, and the CFFCs. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. And the push hands thing from Flotty. I watched well, and I might have maybe this week. I also caught up on some Ryzen fights. Ah, they there them. we they go. put all those on YouTube. And if you if you want to just watch a fight here and there, watch Ryzen fights on YouTube. One of the great things about them too is there's no commentary. It's awesome. I mean, I'll give you a pro tip. What's that? You can just turn off the commentary. Just turn it. Just just wait. just mute it. Just, just mute it. Yeah. But then you can't hear it, but then you can't hear the, the punch sounds. Sometimes you want to hear the punch sounds. That is that is actually correct. But yeah, Ryzen is very uh, very nice to listen to because they really don't have any commentary on the YouTube things. Yeah. So yeah. that is a good At least the last tip. couple I watched they didn't. Um the the ass kicking machine is a good nickname for that guy because he kicks ass. Did he did he live up to his nickname? I think so. I mean, I think Neiman Gracie got tired too, and that helps a lot. You could, it's a lot easier to kick ass when your opponent's really tired out. But yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, it was a fun. It was a fun card, full of full of boring decisions and and then ridiculous knockouts um, and ridiculous people. Uh, uh, the best, the best technique of the week, I think, was in CFFC '95. This kid named Capaldo uh, had a radical setup for a spinning spinning wheel kick I think uh, and just starches yeah we'll, we'll, we'll link it the we'll awesome. link the spinning wheel kick uh, if we'll if we'll find it on, on Twitter or some somewhere we'll we'll oh, yeah. link it in the show notes because that was actually a very amazing technique I, I, I've seen that great setup great setup uh what else we get? The the one of the funniest things in the weekend was, uh, I believe the only underdog to win was Kana Watanabe, and she did it with the hip toss and holding someone down again, just like Kaneo mm-hmm. the other week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and I laughed my ass off. Uh, um, uh, it's and, funny uh, and it's not. 
yeah, at the I same know, time. But I, it's, <laughs> it, it, I, I have the, I, I, I love it. And then the, the, the most what the fuck moment in a long time was uh, Katag Pliev getting his finger ripped off by blatant cheating, I think. So we can talk about that and go into it if you yes. would like to, but I'm sure let's go, everybody let's go has straight seen to it. it. Just just for the listeners to be to be clear that that is really something that happened. A a guy's finger got above <clears throat> uh, his, uh, I believe, his ring finger above the first knuckle was detached, and so we are having a fight. We have a first round. He's doing okay. It's pretty 50, 50. I, I wouldn't be able to pick a winner of the first round, but he Katag walks back to his corner. And he's looking at his left hand. Uh, I believe it was his left looking at his left hand kind of went like, yeah, is everything okay? Goes back out, starts round two. At some point he is, uh, working a takedown against the cage with his opponent, Devin Goodall, uh, seated against the cage, and Katag is working like kind of a kind of pushing like a Khabib move to push his opponent over against the cage and take his back or get a better position. And Goodall reaches under, grabs Katag's hand with his grabs Katag's left hand with Goodall's left hand, grabs the palm of the glove and stretches the palm of the glove up over the fingers. And you can see it really well from the camera, but the ref was not looking at it, could not see it at first, and then was just not looking in the right place and did not catch it. For a solid, I don't know, 25 seconds probably, felt like a long time. And I think that that is the point when Katag's finger gets ripped off. And I think it got ripped off because of the glove getting pulled up and over the fingers like that. But how? Do, um, I mean, how does it happen? Because not we're not joking here. It's not not a broken finger or a dislocated finger. It really got severed. I think it was broken, and then it got ripped off because he was bothered by it in the first. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, one. of course. <laughs> I think. I think. I think that's what honestly like that's my best theory is yeah is this 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 finger got broken punching in the punch sports and then got ripped off after it was broken in the second rounds so I think I think he's got a real case to make to say this is not a this is a no contest not a not a loss he lost uh good all won by TKO separated finger and I believe Katag's team is appealing the result. Not that that'll go anywhere, because it never does. But for me, looking at the replay, I was just like, "Oh man, that's not." But that's did, not fair. Well, did the, did the finger <laughs> break because of of any intervention of that guy, or did he punch him, or did he hold the hand, or one finger, or is it just a freak accident? I'm not. I'm not getting the gist. Of I think. It. I think it's. I think it's a. I, I don't know why the finger broke in the first. If it broke in the first, I don't know if that's true or not. Mm. Um, it just seemed that way because of the way he was walking back, kind of glancing at his hand. Um, but in the second, I, I think, I think the the glove hold was so egregious. And then after you realize, like they're in the clinch, and you realize the finger's gone in the clinch after that glove hold. I think because of that. I would make that argument as well. Like, I, I think I, I think I've, I've never seen anything like it. I've seen the detached fingers. I've seen the the broken through shin bone of 
often. Mm, yeah, <laughs> but but I have never I have seen the the toe of John Jones was very dislocated. Let's say like that. But but like really detached finger. Did they did <laughs> they find the finger? Was it lost in the cage or something? <laughs> so they so so CM Punk and John Morgan, I believe his name is. Are the ringside guys? Yes. And they just they just they just absolutely go ape shit. They they're just they are just freaking. They're they're I mean, yelling. I, can't bl- I mean, I can't jumping blame around. They are asking people in the stands to look under their seats. They're asking the camera guy <laughs> to look under the cage. Where's the finger? We don't know. The finger's in the glove the whole time. It got wrapped up in the glove. It's, so it's, it's amazing. So. It's kind. Of, it does become that kind of that philosophical MMA question of like, you know, maybe the fingers we've lost have been with us the entire time, right? Yeah, it's very philosophical. It's, it, but is, yeah. it is absolutely the reason I watch these low-level events for shit like this. Just yeah, ab- just just blatant hooking the glove yeah. and pulling it all the way up and over three of the guy's fingers. Um. You know, yeah, because manipulating wild. manipulating like less than four fingers is illegal, so that might be a yeah. a thing to disqualify the dude. But if if it has been, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. I think we talked enough about severed fingers. I'll I'll link it in the show notes, um, if you want to see that graphic shit. But that's that's tell um, me I'm, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. But <laughs> but I think that's what happened. Is it was the glove? It was the glove grab. The glove grab coupled with the small joint manipulation, like you said. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're in we're fourteen minutes in. We've we've talked about severed fingers a lot. What was there anything more? We talked about hip tosses. <laughs> hip tosses. Kana Watanabe, the one the one underdog that gets to win on Bellator. Every other favorite one. <laughs> um. Yeah, Capaldo's spinning back kick, and yep. there was a there there is a kickboxer named I, Isis Isis Van, Verbeek Vanderbeek Isis Verbeek 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 I think so. And she she murders people who have never fought MMA before in Icon, and that that's like sad, but also funny and also fun to watch. So you can watch Icon, Icon Five, Icon Six. I think she's on both. Just Killing people, making it's on, their it's, and it's, it's free on YouTube, so you can you can watch it. <laughs> it's, it's, dude, it's not great. It's not great when you're debuting people against someone who has like 50 kickboxing fights. No, nope. it's not good. No, you shouldn't but do that. They they do it, and and they were in Sinaloa, so Sinaloa was happy to uh, take the money and commission the fight, if there even is a commission there. And uh, you can watch for beat crushing them cans in Icon. If you're a good fighter, that's what I always say. Crush the cans, of course. You need to do it because. But Part maybe, maybe, maybe be a bit more fair in the matchmaking. So sometimes you can't just crush cans like Cyborg. You have to once in your life you have to step up and have a good good competition. I mean, is there an argument to be made that that Scott Coker is basically just building Bellator on the can crushing mentality. No, that that was his that was his MO even in Strike Force. Strike Force okay. was a bit more competitive, but that was always his thing. He had local guys who sold his tickets um and they had to win because then the next time people came again. That's that's actually some not so secret secret of of matchmaking and of 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 making successful events on a local level. 
you just look after your local heroes. And sometimes you're you're unlucky because you're you're, you're pulling someone out that is better than them. But most of the time, that is the the thing people want to see. They want to see their local hero win. And Scott, Scott Coker is the master of doing this. That's why it. his that's why his he is not just doing fights like the UFC. That's why he's bracketing in a world Grand Prix so he can make sure <laughs> that the guys he wants to win do win because they do eighty percent of the time. Now, we're not saying that Magomed Magomedov or Usman Nurmagomedov are local heroes in Oklahoma, but I mean, he is, he is, <laughs> he is building those names yes. as, they, as they continue no. just fighting guys. I mean, he doesn't even have to build the name because I'm quite sure that it, it's enough for him that he can tell people that he has a, let's say, 20 and 0 Nurmagomedov on the card and 99% of the people think it's Habib. Oh yeah, probably. I mean the the other thing that's really funny about Usman is he doesn't he do, he fights like a kickboxing karate stand-up fight. He doesn't yeah. he, he probably has that sambo but he doesn't use it. I think I heard really something hurt. that he was this time he was forced to to fight like this a bit from his opponent that was the only good thing the opponent had for him. But might might be mm. wrong but is Usman the, the best Nurmagomedov we have? Uh, maybe he is now. I don't know. Like, it's hard. I don't know how many cousins Khabib has either. Like, I know he has Usman and one other guy whose name escapes me. But then there's other guys like, there's other guys at other weight classes like Zabit or uh, uh, the guy at light heavyweight who I love, whose name escapes me right now yeah, as well. Me too, but... Um, but like, it's not, it's not really like the best Nurmagomedov anymore. Now it's going to be like, just like the best guy from Dagestan. And on this card, we had Magomed Magomedov at 18 and one or 17 and one coming into this fight to crush a can. And we had Usman coming into this fight to crush a can. And they so did. it's like, do these, what did Khabib come to the UFC at like 20 Probably, yeah, more. I think that, he, I think he didn't have that many fights in the UFC. Actually, I'll I'll, I'll he didn't. I'll by the end, he was only talk. fighting. He was only fighting once or twice a year by the end. But that seemed like his pace. Yeah, what most people was most most people forgot is that now he had a bit more. But what most people forget is that Habib also missed weight and had some injury issues, mm-hmm. and he didn't fight that much. He started in the UFC actually at in two thousand and twelve. What and was then, his record then? Oh, how many know. how many wins did he have? Let's see. Before he Ten went to the all. UFC, it was sixteen and zero. Sixteen and zero. Yeah, okay. So he had, so, yeah, he had thirteen thirteen fights in the UFC. Yeah. So Magomed is there. He's at eighteen and one now, and Usman is getting close. He's at twelve and zero now. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then and then, but there's there's still other other guys that you know are are. He's got another Khalid Mur- Murtazalaev is fifteen and two. Just you know, these guys are just coming in and good striking records. the competition with Very good, good records. records. <laughs> so for the so. for the weekend, um, any other fights like the best and the worst of the weekend? I don't. I think the wor- The nice thing about watching after an event has happened is you can fast forward through 
and not have to worry about the worst. You can, if if there is a boring fight or a bunch of chatter in the meantime, you can fast forward through and not worry about it. The uh, the fighter through the ropes at Icon this week was, I believe, Medina mm-hmm. uh, was his name. He was tossed bodily tossed through the ropes by a guy named Chris Curtis at Icon Six. So yeah. watch for, the co-main event of Icon Six for so, that. So for all the stuff. for all the fans of the of the ring, whatever your reason is, please stop. Uh, I'm a fan of guys getting thrown through the ropes. I don't know what your problem is. Cruel, <laughs> cruel. And I know. Mean. No, but it's 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 actually quite dangerous. It's it's even it's even it dangerous is. in kickboxing. Uh, because more guys than you want to fall or, or Muay Thai fall through the ring. Um, so I even, I recommend, or I, I commend, sorry, I commend Jotri for doing also the the Muay Thai fights in a cage. I, I It is the right way to go, and it has been proven to be better. Uh, there is no reason for Icon to have a ring anymore, except no. that they are trying to save money. So I think they do boxing fights one night and then MMA fights the other night or something like that. So do a, a short a short summary. The best of the weekend? I'm going to go with Capaldo's spinning back kick. Spinning wheel kick, spinning back kick? Spinning, spinning wheel kick, yeah. Worst? Yep. Has to be the hip toss. For you. <laughs> For me... I didn't even watch I, it. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, but... but the the thing is like the worst is like the amount you have to fast forward to get to the best. That's all. It's okay. The fast, fast forward. Fast forwarding. Fast forward. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's it's absolutely okay if you're not that interested in a card, but you can be sure, as we hopefully prove to you, that you you watch these cards, you'll you just fast forward through it, see if something happens, stop, rewind a bit, and then watch the good stuff. You'll be entertained. You'll have fun. Don't be so. Like it's not it's not 2010 or 2005 anymore where you have to wait, wait three months for another card, but it, now it's 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 always something fun and something good. So hopefully we could point out to you some of the things you you could watch. I'll, you, I'll give you the I'll give you the hallmark sto- the hallmark inspirational story of the weekend was uh, oh. at CFFC 95. This kid Vogel's coach couldn't make it for some reason, so just some guys that were there cornered him. And uh, he got his he got his ass absolutely punched around the ring for the entire first round. His mouthpiece fell out twice. Keith Peterson took a point for that. He probably got ten aided, and it became a ten seven probably probably. And then in the second round, he goes out, gets the rear naked choke, and wins with no coach there and a uh, down down on points by like three already. It so, was it was pretty great. So Keith Peterson d- deducted a point because the guy lost his his mouthpiece. Two times or three his, times? Or? He, got, he got punched around the cage so much he lost his mouthpiece twice and Keith Peterson took a point wow. on the second one. That's harsh. Yep. I think Keith I, Peterson is no nonsense. Yes, but that is harsh, actually. I mean, if you if you lose your... I'd say I I deduct a point after you lose your... I mean, you lose, you lose it for like the third or fourth time, I think. But I have maybe, the worst maybe, thing I mean, maybe even not, not then. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, if he's getting his ass kicked around the ring too, is that really when you're going to bother taking a point when he's getting 10-aided on strikes? Really depends on the situation. Maybe maybe if I see the guy and he's so tired and he just wants to to um make time 
to to relax or to to get his, uh, his stamina back, then maybe I I do it. But that's harsh, Keith Peterson. God damn uh, it. The worst of the weekend was CM Punk in <laughs> Cage Fury '94 uh, after a close fight, saying, "Well, I didn't have it unanimous." After all three judges ruled a 29-28 for the winner. <laughs> uh huh. Thank you, CM Punk. Thank you, CM I'm glad Punk. you didn't have it unanimous. <laughs> but I heard, I actually heard good things about his commentary because he seems to be. I mean, he, he's not the the most MMA guy there is, but he he seems to be a fan. He is a fan for sure. I, I like giving him a hard time, but it's kind of funny as hell that CM Punk, a really famous famous in the world of wrestling, really fan favorite in the world of wrestling. Uh, is commentating these fights. I think it's kind of funny, and it's kind of fun. Also, when there's fans there, at least I think in 2019 there were fans there, and uh, someone started a fight with him. And then uh, at the beginning of Cage Fury 95, uh, someone started a fight in the crowd before the first fight even got off. So Perfect. it's a it's a rambunctious crowd in Philadelphia, this the city of brother, brotherly love uh, and fan fights and crowds. If it would be like two or three levels of a lower event... That fight might get booked on the same night, and it it would be put into the cage. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, just just oh, I'll give you each a hundred bucks. You can you don't have to do this for free. <laughs> any any other cards or fights you'd recommend or you watched? No, I think we covered it. So we can go. We can go on. We can move on. Yeah. What do you got for me? <laughs> um, we'll go into. Tell, the... tell me. Tell me about the gossip. I have a lot of gossip. I have a lot of things. And like like always, I love it the most. So happy. I'm the happiest if we talk gossip. The Gossip Boy segment has two sub-segments which are now fixed. We'll have to talk about it. Is there a an update on Ben Askren versus Jake Paul? I don't... Th- I don't think so. We missed it last week, but it's it's last week's news. Ben Askren made the best self-produced fight promotion video ever made by a fighter. I'd which say was so. His 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 uh, parody, but also serious promotion video of of him doing scenes, him reenacting scenes from Rocky, uh, and it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, just out you- out out in the snow. Out in the country, chopping down trees, pulling children in sleds is great. If you haven't seen this one, I'm not sure if, if we talked about it or not, but maybe we haven't. So I'll I'll link it into the show notes because yeah, it's it, it's not um, pray for Murthel. No level it's, of good, it's not, but it's it's, yeah. it's 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 there. Yeah, I like as as a thing Ben Askren did on his own. Like I don't that think is, that I've is ever incredible. seen a, f- yeah. a fighter do. A better self promotion. There was once there was a (laughs) that is a deep deep dive, but once upon a time at the I think it was some not not the Ultimate Fighter one, but the the Ultimate Fighter season where um oh damn now now the the name uh, Bader and C B Dolloway they made a promo from themselves like a a an 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 applicant video. Can I say that? They had to an send a video of them. An application video, yeah. Oh, to be on the Ultimate to Fighter? Be, yes, to be on the Ultimate Fighter. And they made a video where, where CP Dolloway basically bullied 
um, Bader around. And Bader had to clean the the tires with a with a toothbrush of of um, of Dolloway's car and stuff like that. That was also quite good. But yeah, just watch that Ben Askren Rocky promo. It's it's very well made, and I love that the children of Ben Askren threw snowballs at him. During, yes. <laughs> during, during if there was ever someone that I would like to throw snowballs at, like, and he, just have fun, yeah, Ben Askren for sure. Oh man, it may be. I think so. I would love to throw snowballs at Ben Askren. I think that'd be funny as hell. What I saw is that Ben Askren admitted that he knows that he's a weak boxer. Oh really? Yeah, he knows. Did he also? Did he? Did he like work that into a work to like further uh, emasculate Jake? Paul no. and, and say he's I'm a weak boxer but Jake's a weak you, a weak yeah you took you took my take yeah you took my take away for that one I think it's it's all on purpose and I, he it was in an interview he didn't sound like he he rehearsed it or something but yeah he said that he's he knows that he's not a good boxer but but I think that's a deep dig further when he when he just hangs and clinches on on Jake Paul yeah. for two or three rounds and then Jake Paul is tired as fuck. And Ben Askren just pitter patters his body. <laughs> so yeah, very well. It, it very well might be true. Any anything else on Ben Askren versus Jake Paul? Did we miss something? It's soon, April the seventeenth. Can't wait. I'm excited. So much happening. April is so good. I know from several people that I made them into fans of this fight, and I. No way. Yeah, I know. I know that several people now follow. The Ben Askren versus Jake Paul boxing bout. So I did my job. You made me a fan of this fight. Yes, you. You made you made me do this. I was not on board with this. Just just inside baseball for the listeners. I was not on board with this segment when we first started. <laughs> I'm here, I am here for it now. Are you here for the Misha Tate is back, baby? Segment. Of course. Okay. Of you course. you're you're in from you you were you have been a fan before he she was famous. I I am a I am a I'm part of the Misha Tate Booster Club. Misha mm-hmm. Tate is back Booster Club. Misha Tate goes to the title shot booster club. Yes. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Good. Um I I don't I, I think there is no news on her or or what why she's back, but there was a super creepy t- um text message oh, no. that got revealed oh, oh no <laughs> apparently do you know it apparently dana white sent misha that they, they texted back and forth and misha called him and stuff like that and there there seems to have been a a text message from dana white to misha tate saying <laughs> come home come home misha come home misha it's so that's, it, ter- that's, ter- that's terrifying man terrifying and it it's it's it drove a tear to my eye i think Ugh, yikes more gossip i have a I, I'll, I'll just throw this at you we reached we officially reached the end of the reebok era oh that's right give me your give me your reebok era rundown give me give me some give me some takes on the reebok era I'll tell you my personal Reebok era story of uh, of of bad takes was I think I had, I think Reebok started just shortly after I started watching MMA maybe a year or two after I started watching MMA and I posted in Reddit that the the that cowboy should just walk out with his shorts and his sponsors and just say F it and take the fine cuz he'll probably make more money than the fine and got absolutely downvoted to oblivion. 
<laughs> and he ended up he ended up walking out with his grandma's patch on his shorts to sp- getting some sort of special waiver from the UFC and Reebok because other words it would have been a thing um but yeah that was my take was the fighters should just should just walk out with whatever shorts on they want and take the fine and just have their sponsors pay it do you the remember yeah Reebok was so bad the the, the gear was terrible and it probably helped all the fighters coming into the UFC and it probably hurt all the fighters that were at the top. I think it's the, one of the main reasons Demetrius Johnson left. Um, honestly, I think it's favorable matchmaking and his trainer being the, 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 the one, uh, one head honcho, but I mean, look, they're getting money. It, it was in 2014 for people that or listeners that might not be that in depth in it. Reebok became the main clothing sponsor of the UFC in 2014. That is like ages ago. Ages ago. And they, it was actually a groundbreaking deal to like make the UFC more professional, make it more like a one of the big <sighs> sports leagues, and and basically just giving it the the feeling of 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 that thing in order to be able to sell it better just just eliciting a giant sigh from me because that's (laughs) it's so boring the 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 template that they have created by doing this is so boring it is incredibly boring it it took away some of the soul of of mma which was rick's tire barn and condom depot and dude wipes and all the sponsors these fighters had to get and they also got them um it it took it took away the ed hardy style shirts it took away all of this thing and it i I think it it makes some of the charisma of, of the sport um although I mean, the good thing was, yeah, it, it it looked more professional. It looked more like a sports league. It looked more sporty. I'm not I'm not on board with the Reebok gear was bad because I heard a lot of good things of people actually using Reebok gear. It was more, it was better than some of the things people were before. So, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it was I'm sure it was better than Cody McKenzie's board shorts that he bought at the Ross Dress for Less on on his way to sure. the arena. But but like. What I if didn't you get... watch, if if you watch Bellator 255 from this weekend, you'll see this guy Hamill, who's gonna get his ass kicked by Usman Nurmagomedov, walk out. And this guy Hamill has like the sickest video walkout on the big screens because Bellator is letting them at least do what they want. If you watch as far as like their name and their logo and helping them do that, so he's got this like. Kung Fury logo of his name on the big screen as he walks out. And it was funny as hell. It was great. And if you watch BKFC, you'll let they've got guys walking out with exotic dancers and glitter. They've got guys walking out dressed as Raiden from Mortal Kombat. You can do they'll let them do whatever they want to do to walk down the ramp. And yeah. it's part yeah. of it's part of letting the fighters market themselves and Absolutely. be memorable. And it, the UFC does not like that. They want the UFC to be memorable, yeah. not the fighters to be memorable. Yeah, they took they took some of the soul out of it. I mean, I get why they do it. It's a business. That's what all of us most of the time forget. It's a business. It's to make business. It's a capitalist hellhole we're living <laughs> in. So, I mean, don't don't be surprised if if someone like Reebok comes in what i didn't understand reebok is a big company and they they actually are professional in what they do but they i mean they did so many mistakes at the start 
of the uh, even even writing the 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 names of fighters wrong or having a a northern Ireland combined with I mean it, it was it was yeah, it was sad because you, you can't you could just can't can't oh they got let this they happen. got Joanna's they got Joanna's the Polish uh, flag backwards exactly. it was like super offensive to folks from Poland too wasn't it I mean if if you get offended by this but I mean get lost but uh, what I what I want <laughs> to say what I want to say is that don't be so sloppy. I mean, you have a huge chance in front of you. You, you have a an audience that is wild that they, they will buy your gear, however shitty it looks. Uh, see Ben Hardy shirts, <laughs> um, but I mean, don't don't so just so bad. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's, maybe it's that. But now, now, my good sir, have you seen Venom gear yet? There have been some leaks. I, I we we've seen Ortega, Brian Ortega, um. He wore some Venom gear in a in a new Instagram post. We've seen a another dude from I think I'm not sure from Europe somewhere. He wore it, but we're not sure if it's the official gear because mm. that is the mystical part about the new the new outfitter of as le at least as we know will be Venom, old school fight apparel company. People have high hopes. I have none. <laughs> but, <laughs> Because we yeah. we have we haven't heard anything we haven't seen anything, um, the next event will be next Saturday or Sunday, and the, the the Reebok deal is over, so they'll walk out to Venom Gear, and we haven't seen anything. Haven't seen anything. No big announcement. No Ronda Rousey and Conor McGregor on a stage together debuting this gear. Nothing. Uh, just uh, I, I'll be I'll I'll be pleasantly I'll be happy if the fighters can make it out without having to cut slits up the sides of the shorts. I mean, why would why would Venom be any different than Reebok? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, but as it's... far as I know, all I know is that it is a couple thousand dollars better for the fighters. That's at least something. About it. I heard I yeah, heard different something. I heard different things. Um the sponsorships maybe they got more money if they could look for it, but you had to have a, a bigger name. Some people got lucky, like Demetrius Johnson with the Xbox thing, but that was only him. No one else profited from that. Um, and I also know that most of the people in the last few years before the Reebok deal didn't get shit to wear some shitty t-shirt nobody else wanted to buy. So... Right. Maybe it right. was good and bad. Of course, if you're, I, if you're a think, huge name... I think most... Yeah, I think most things are good and bad, and I I agree with you. I I think I think like a lot of the time too. Like if you're just a debuting fighter, the UFC just had some sponsors that they had made deals with that they could give you as well. At least at least you, you can get a couple uh, bucks. And if you if you followed the orders of Hans Molenkamp, you also could get a <laughs> monster energy. <Yeah. laughs> monster do, energy thing. You got to do that social media right Listen, on the handlebars, Dominic. Come yes, on. We have to move on because we're already talking way too much. Now we, we, we go into your favorite segment. There is what no happened? life I know <laughs> to compare with pure imagination. I'll just hit you. I'll <laughs> nice. just hit you. I have, a, I have about 10 names here. So I'll just hit you with <laughs> oh, these. Wow. And then you, you'll okay. give me just two, two or three sentences for, for each of them. Uh, upcoming matchups. I'll start with McGregor Dustin Poirier 3 uh, apparently it got signed what, what is your reaction um, I'm happy for both of them to get more money for, for there's there's very little downside for either of them you know what I mean this is not for a belt 
this is there's this is the trilogy that doesn't need to happen, but it is because Honor won the first one at 145, and Dustin won this one at 155. So let's do it again. So this time, this time they will, they Connor, will both get paid. Yeah, this time Connor will have trained MMA. And Connor he, will train MMA, and he now knows what a calf kick is. Yes, that's what his the best coach in the world, Kavanaugh, said. But I'm I'm looking forward to the fight. I'm not quite sure why, because I mean I've seen it now. But but the, the fights, the two fights have been exciting. So yeah, why not? McGregor yeah, yeah, me too. I I'm into it. Next one, Wonder Man against Burns. Mm. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson against. Gibbert Burns. Is this is this as fifty fifty as it feels in my mind? Because it feels like it should it should just be a, it should just be a toss up like a pick em I have I, I'm, I'm, I have no feel at all about Wonder Man where he stands. I saw him eating a a Carolina Reaper chili on his on his YouTube channel. That's what that's what about what I know about him now. He's actually quite old. He's he, I think he's he thirty nine or something. So, so I have no read. He like could wonder man. He could decision. He could decision Giblert with just mm-hmm. basically keeping him at at bay, keeping it keeping him away. But he also could get murked because he got murked yeah. by Pettis, and that is not something that should happen to you, even uh, uh, especially with the Pettis we have now. Yeah, he was he was he was beating Pettis that fight too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't I don't have I don't have any deep feeling about it. I can't pick a winner in that fight. I got to think about it more. I'll I'll I love the fight. It's it's awesome. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't. I, if you would ask me about matchups for either of these guys, I wouldn't match them against each other. But it happened. It's good. It yeah, ha- it, so, uh, that's ranked. Uh, Gilbert is ranked two, and 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 Wonder Boy is ranked five. Uh, did they? Speaking of imagination, did they book Leon against anyone yet? Yes, that would be the next one. We have Leon oh, Edwards against Nathan yes. Diaz. Oh, that's right. <laughs> also a oh, also a matchup that right. that came right out of left field for me. Didn't wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't even think about rank. that this would happen. Let's give let's just try to put Leon over without eye poking, eye jabbing someone to death. Am I right that Nate Diaz doesn't have a chance in hell to win this fight? He's going to get calf kicked to a living death. Perfect. Next one. Uh God, that bums me out. All right. <laughs> Next Thank one. For that. Next one. Kevin Holland versus Marvin Vettori. I knew you would make me happy on the next one. (laughs) How insane is how insane is Marvin Vettori going to become when he is punching Kevin Holland and Kevin Holland just does not shut up? (laughs) How crazy is he gonna get? I look I I mean also this fight, (laughs) I I do love I do love this fight. I love it. It happens because um Darren Till broke his, I think he broke his collarbone in training and he, mm-hmm. he's out of the fight. And Vittori is a madman, so he just took yep. another fight. And Holland is a madman too. Yep. Although he lost, he, he just takes another fight. And this is it. This is a great fight. I love it. Nope. Yep. He, Vittori is possibly the most emotionally volatile person in the UFC right now. Like on the outside, he is, he is a blank slate. He is feeling exactly what he looks like he is feeling at any given moment, and Holland just never shuts up. And I'm going to laugh my ass off if it freaks Vittori out. Next I'm, one. I I love it. Next one. Okay. Who are the next the ultimate fighter coaches? 
Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's Volkanovsky and Ortega, right? Absolutely correct. What a bummer. I mean, I know you're why like, they I you're mean taking me on this emotional roller coaster of <laughs> fights that are total bummers and news that is total bummers and then fights that are super fun things like Vittori Hall and um look, look I think this was supposed to happen already. Mm-hmm. Why can't they just put it on the next paper? Uh, put it on a. But I think I think I know the answer because Volkanovski got the Rona. And oh, he, you think? And you think he's still recovering? Yeah, he said that he's that he tweeted it or had it on an Instagram post. I'm not quite sure. He said that the Rona is no joke, you guys. It is no joke, man. And he's right. <laughs> so I think it got him a bit harder than he wanted to. So he, he might need the time. I think. The way the way my wife has described it is it's a it's a virus that attacks you wherever you are most vulnerable and sometimes that's pulmonary and sometimes that's breathing and it's just it's so, and sometimes that's absolutely nothing. So I if I if I'd get so. corona I'd be put in a world heavyweight grand prix. That is because, where you are most vulnerable. Yes. Okay. I, I for get sure. It. Next one. John Jones Versus Francis Ngannou. Did we get taken on a uh, Did we get taken on a ride last week? Yes. Did, did John Jones? Dude. Did John Jones do that to us? Dude, I am did he make so. Us think? I am so embarrassed. I am embarrassed beyond belief because Dana White is not. I mean, Dana White and John Jones basically got us all because they faked a beef on Twitter about negotiating stuff, and then they it said, shows that. It shows that Dana is self-aware enough to know God that he is it. he is saying he when he when he is saying well I guess they just don't they don't want the fight and what he means to say is they don't want to fight for what I want to pay him for the fight Dude. but he is now self-aware enough to know that he says that and he said it about Jones if you'd fight. ever if you'd ever told me that listen good sir Matt um, Dana White and John Jones will get you in an April Fool's joke. I, t- I tell you that just get lost. Never. It it's... will never happen. And it, it fucking happened. What? Fucking happened. Why the fuck did I fall for it? Why because did it was this so have real. to be the joke and not Tony tripping over a cable? It is, why, would, it why, is. Was, why did that have to be for real? So this fight will happen, I think. It will. And I love it. Of course. It. I love it too. Give me your take. Well, John Jones just runs through Ngannou, right? Uh, I hope for John Jones's sake, it happens in the big cage where he has a little bit more space to move. A bit more, bit more space. Next one. Yeah. I think it's it's two of the very best fighters and two of our most beloved fighters. It's Rose Namajunas versus Zhang Weili. Is just the best. The best. I'm so so bummed that I have not gotten a. Uh, Rona vaccine because I probably would have seriously considered flying to Florida and watching Dude, this fight. This live. fight is the very best ever. Ever. Listen, the yes. only thing, like, it's so possible that this is the best fight of 2021 that I don't want to say stuff like that because I feel like I'm building it up. Nope. And best ever. May, yeah. It's, like, the only thing that gives me pause is, is Rose did get tired out uh, in the third round against uh, uh, Andrade in their rematch, and Andrade started piecing her up. 
I don't, I, I, Trevor Whitman is one of the best, I think. I think Rose trains for five rounds this time. I think it goes five rounds. If it doesn't, if it, Wei Lee just pieces her up in the third and fourth and finishes her, I'm okay with that too. This is going to be awesome. It is the best fight ever. Did I say even that? If, even if Rose... Even if Rose comes in tentative, Wei Li Zhang is just not. No. But it, Rose it, Rose is technically so, so aware and so good. Her footwork is yep. some of the very best you've ever seen. So let's not let's not start breaking down this fight because we'll maybe we'll have we'll have it a, as a fixed segment. <laughs> oh, so good. I can't believe it's taken us so many episodes to start talking about it. I guess so much has been going on. We finally have Correct. a weekend without a UFC, but it's so good. It's what I've been excited for and looking forward to for, for weeks now. Next. The last one. We have, okay. we have an announcement of Cyril Gan versus Alexander Volkov. Uh, okay. I have no <laughs> feelings. Oh my it's god. It's heavyweight, man. I'm sorry. Cyril Gan, come on. You have to Cyril love the guy. Gaan. Does he Because does the, what, doesn't what, this end up just looking like a counter striker versus a counter striker? Yes, but what 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 is on the horizon is a grudge match. Between Cyril Gan and Francis Ngannou. Okay. Because these two guys actually trained with each other, and the the coach. Oh, I, I forgot the name, but it doesn't matter. The coach still coaches Gan, and yet he hasn't had very kind words for Francis's behavior in the training. So that that has some fireworks behind it. So so it's not a grudge match in the sense they fought before. Oh, sorry, it but is, maybe yeah. it is. It is team drama. Yes, it's, drama. It's drama is the better Social word. media beef. No, no, real beef. Like coaches beef, gym beef, leaving gyms. Gym beef. What do you say? I say gone. Do you remember? Uh, what did oh, his coach say about Nagano's behavior? Yeah, he said that he's, he's selfish. He doesn't listen. He's not a team player. He's always complaining that it's not not uh, going boy, according to boy. his thing. There is an interview with with the with his co- with the coach on the bash. Ooh. So uh, you might you might be you might be well aware, uh, uh, well advised to go and and listen now, to this. Now defunct MMA podcast, the bash. They yeah. R.I.P. Episode. R.I.P. Pour one out for the bash. That, that was a. And 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 as far as MMA podcasts go, I know ours is the best, but the Bash was very good. They had some very good interviews. That yeah, I let's go. Really let's go for the Bash as the second best MMA podcast of all time. Well, I mean, they're retired, so of course we'll we'll, we'll put them in the Hall of Fame. All all time. Let's go Thank into. You, let's. Oh, oh, that's the, that was the pure imagination segment. That was fun. Let's go into. Well, we have ten minutes left, so let's go into previewing. Um, two cards which are happening this week. It's the, the first card is on April 7th. It's the one on TNT card. I think it's a card that will be very easy to watch all over the world. Um, any? Let's go for one or two fights on there you'd, you'd recommend to people watch. I will be watching the whole thing. I think in honor of Patrick Schmidt, I will be watching kickboxing, most importantly. And yes. then Patrick, uh, big, big Swiss Schmidt. We'll have By to order of him. importance to me, I'll watch Schmid, Schmid, and then I'll watch Demetrius Johnson since he is local to me, and then I'll watch Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, that is that is it. I think it's the best one card they ever did because <laughs> uh, although uh, Alvarez is 
Maybe, Listen, maybe it's be- good, but it doesn't have sage on it, so let's just okay. calm down okay. on the uh, best uh, ever. Yeah, it, it need it needs a bit more sage, correct? But you know, you know who's on there as well? Rug Rug. Oh my god, Rug Rug is back. Rugrug is, Rug is on the card. Demetrius Johnson is on the card. Alvarez is on the card. Rotang is on the card. Um, mm-hmm. Patrick Schmidt is on the card. <laughs> so I, I think there is not a bad fight on there. No, I'll watch it. Yeah. It will be great. Perfect. And I wonder, it's on. So this is their debut on TNT. Correct. I think. Yeah. yeah, correct. It's TNT. It's One. tape delayed in the States. It's happening at like a normal time overseas. Okay. Uh, I wonder if so. It's happening at four thirty in the morning on Wednesday, my time. So I wonder if it'll also go on to YouTube like shortly after. I'm, that I'm quite sure, time. yeah. So yeah. It, it, like, I think it will be easy to watch it. Like Bellator this week was supposed to be on Showtime. You were supposed to do something and get some free trial of Showtime, whatever, and then they just were like, "Actually, we'll be live on YouTube, but by Showtime." <laughs> just watched on YouTube the entire time on Saturday. There will be another another UFC. It's the uh, still in the apex. Although Dana hates the apex now, I think it's uh, Vittori versus Holland. We talked about it. Do you have any any other f- one or two fights you'd you'd recommend or fighters to watch? So many fights have fallen off and been rebooked that this fight has this card has fifteen fights on the card again. You need it. So. I guess I do. I didn't have any UFC last weekend, so we'll make up for it. Some but some will get Rona, no, so yeah, some probably will. It's the most porous bubble in MMA, so I <laughs> imagine three or so fights fall off the card. But Jim Miller is still fighting in the UFC. Yes, that uh, is a very good fighter, and I actually think the the matchup is he's, he's fighting Solecki or someone. Mm-hmm. Solecki. Um. So yeah, it's this card is. It is strange because it it doesn't have the big big names, but I think I I almost love every fight on there, or I lo- I love a lot of the fights. Let's let's not go too far, but I love fights, so I will watch all of these fights, and Absolutely. I will hope hope for some sort of shenanigans from Mackenzie Dern, uh, some kind of like flying kick to laying on the ground to an opponent jumping in her guard like before. That was hilarious. Uh, shenanigans from Julian Marquez versus Sam Alvey as well, hopefully. Um, so Sam Alvey, why, why Sam Alvey is on there is beyond me, but he is. It, he, uh, the Uf- he probably says yes to anything the UFC asks for, so he maintains his contract at the mm-hmm. UFC um, and is not difficult to deal with for them. I think I think Miller versus Selecki is going to be the sleeper fight for me. Selecki's got a ton of wins on his record by submission, and Miller's a power wrestler guy. Um, and then Vittori versus Holland at the top of the card will be the one that I'm most interested in for the this just the shit show. I really hope that fight happens. I, I so think funny. it. I mean, you have you have Arnold Allen on the card as the co-main event against Sadiq Yusuf. Uh, Allen is a a brilliant fighter and a, a huge talent from from the UK. Uh, you'll have Nina Ansarov making her comeback after she she got the baby. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. I, I, I I advise Mackenzie Dern to lose because otherwise you'll have to deal with um, Lion Mama. <laughs> you don't want that. Oh, we have yeah. we have the, I mean one of the worst characters, but I don't know why we still watch his fights. Mike Perry is on the card. 
just there should be so many shenanigans. Look, Mike Perry hasn't. I mean, he's he won against Mickey Gall in 2020. <laughs> he won against Oliveira in 19, and then he lost against Luke. Okay, well, now we know why he lose against Luke. But he uh, he lost against Neil. He lost against Mean. But the, the, mm -hmm. look, that guy is, could be fun. Let's say always could be fun. <laughs> Um, and then we have uh, you. You spoke about Jim Miller, always a good one. We have Mateusz Gamrot, the gamer, on it. Um, also, a, a guy I love to see uh, fight. Hopefully, he. I think. Oh, I'm, yeah, he lost his first fight in the UFC, so he should be. He should be on a redemption path. He has Holtzman. Quite sure that he. He'll, he'll beat that one. But um, mm. that is that is a, yeah. a card filled Mate with Mateus is Mateus is a heavy heavy favorite against Holtzman. Heavy yeah, favorite against he Holtzman. Be. But uh, Miller is an underdog against Selecki, though. I would probably okay, well, at plus two hundred. I would probably bet on Miller. We'll go into yeah. I, Miller is not Miller is not someone to count out. So never. Mm -hmm. So a sneaky good card, I'd say. A lot of good a lot of good names. A lot of good fighters. A lot of of. Um, of fights that could produce some some very interesting stuff and also create some situations mm -hmm. for for fights or, or events moving forward. Something good will happen. This is the UFC's return to network TV, so we will see what the pacing is like. Probably too many commercials, but we'll see. UFC on ABC two. Mm -hmm. Oh wait! Oh awesome! It's going to happen at nine a.m. my time. That's <laughs> fantastic. We have to we have to move on from from the previews because. I already made the the cover image for for our episode, and it has the push hands competition in it. Um, we've we've been suggested to go into the push hands competition. A video I link to all of you guys. Thanks, Vladi, for sending it in. Thank you, Vladi. Um, so that is a fight. Let's. I mean, is it a is fight, it a fight? Luke? Is it? Is, I, I think it's. I think it is. I think it is a a exercise or drill for other martial arts disciplines right so that like does that make more sense like it's a facet of uh of of a striking martial art look we have something what, what, what basically pushing. happens in this in this fight let's let's call it a, let's call it not, not, let's not call it a fight let's call it a competition um what happens there is that two guys um assume a very broad stance and then try to off balance their opponent that is basically mm -hmm. push hands competition, correct? And they only can off balance their 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 opponent by pulling and grabbing the other guy's hands. Correct? I didn't know that part. I was hoping like I, I was watching and I was like, man, I wonder if they should just like change levels and ankle pick this guy. No, they can't. I think they can't. I I really think that it's just okay. arm against arm. You see you see some guy like grabbing the the elbow of another of a, of a dude and pushing and pulling and did you <sighs> did you make it to the end of the video nope okay vladdy neither of us can make it to the end of this video we no, may because... have to recap this again but but at towards the end of the video there so there's two different ways to set up there's the way you're describing with the two guys wide stand the wide stance and the the hand one hand on the outside one hand on the inside and then the 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 match the the referee of the match has to come in and reset their hands because no one knows what the f they're doing anyway. And then, in the end of the video, there's a different a different set of push hands combatants 
which are a couple of women, and they are instead of instead of resting their hands on the inside and outside, they are moving their arms in a circle while pushing on their forearms, and then they get the rhythm down, and then the referee says go, and then they. Uh, one woman gets bowled over because the other woman's much better than her. Which yeah, what, is kind of entertaining. What my as well. main takeaway from this push hands video is one guy, and I think it, it was the guy that will win the the thing. He had his baseball cap backwards on. He has a a a NASCAR T shirt, which is a, a boring car racing here. In that's the all. That's all you have to know about push hands competition. So we'll we'll let it slide, Floody, for this time. But that's not a fight, in my in my opinion. This has been ruled not a fight. No. Nope. What Ooh. was the ruling on our first on our Kumite Karate? Was that a fight? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I'll, I'll I'll co-sign on that. I mean, I haven't really thought more than it, the push hands competition because then we'll go go into arm wrestling and stuff like that, and it's not. Well, I think the other thing is we have gone from the loudest to the quietest. Exactly. There is no screaming in push hands. And okay, I that almost is, wonder if that, that would be a worthwhile, a worthwhile attack vector would be just like, instead of pushing, just like surprising your opponent and making them jump backwards. That is an interesting, in that face. is an interesting factoid. We'll, we'll keep it that, um, speaking of factoids, we'll have to end the show. But, um, as people said, <laughs> as people said, um, they don't know who you are. Why the fuck are you doing this podcast facts for fans? Just tell me oh. your favorite fight ever. Uh, it's. It, it, I was able to be in Vegas at UFC 248 and watch Zhang Wei Li versus Yuani on Jacek, and that is my favorite fight ever. Favorite video game? Oh, I don't know. You have to know. I, I couldn't say. I can't. I don't have a favorite. Gone um, to your head. We silenced. Think Mario Mario Odyssey. Yes. But I just went back to playing Skyrim on Switch again. Oh, so. Come on. Skyrim, man. Has to be just, Mario just, Odyssey. It's Mario Odyssey is one of the best ever, but is it my favorite? You have to think about it and give us a definite answer in a week. I'll think about it. Luke, in a week. Thanks so much for watching the fights. I didn't, but we I think we ha we had a lot of gossip. <laughs> uh, we had a lot lot of points to go through. Uh, really looking forward to the one card this week and the UFC card on the on the weekend. We'll sure be back next weekend. Um, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, MA Love Podcast. You can listen to the podcast wherever you want to. Please tell people um, who didn't listen to it and tell them that you, they should listen and they will learn stuff and they will enjoy it. Thanks for your time, Luke, and see you next weekend. Thanks, pal. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.